here's the fun part. It's all fun part, but anyway. Okay, so I was, um, when I was researching and trying to answer these questions, it's only people, oh, well, what about the 62 weeks? And, oh, it's very complex. It is so complex. And I was like, Lord, please help me piece this together. And so once I understood, because we started celebrating the Omer, we started keeping the festivals, and now we understand what the Jubilee is about. We understand what the harvest is about. We understand what the weeks are about. It's seven years of this. And then 49 is the Jubilee. So we now we understand that now... When you go to uh, Daniel chapter 9, all of a sudden you're like, ah, oh, now I understand what this week's is about, okay? Because all the, I'm just telling you, everybody I've ever read from Daniel 9, they talk about this, this, this 62 weeks and the 70 weeks and all that. They, it's, it's, they're not, they don't understand the biblical festival, so they are interpreting it incorrectly. Okay, so this is in Daniel chapter 9. I have other videos on it that you can go and look at uh, on my channel, freedomforce.live. And if you go here and you look at the videos, uh, you look at the categories, you look up the festivals, and you can, you can read more about what happened there. Okay, so... So here he's, he's talking to these angels and the angels tell him 70 weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Okay, so Daniel is here. This is about 450 years before Christ. And so he's he's praying to the Lord, when, you know, it's time to go home. It's time to go home. And he's like, 70 weeks are determined. Okay, but... It's not, it wasn't exactly like Daniel was expecting it to be. And he was saying it, it's going to be, it, it wasn't starting. That 70 weeks was not starting at that very moment for him. And so he had to, you know, it was like, just like us, when we're trying to look at some of these prophecies, when does this start? How does this happen? So he says that 70 weeks were determined for, for the world to be set free from this evil. Okay, and this is really talking about what Christ would come to do on the cross. Okay, he's, he's pointing to that plus, plus when the Lord Jesus would be crowned the king of the world. Okay, so I'm going to show you how this, how this works. And I remember the day, those of you who've been with me for a long, long time, you know, and the Lord was helping me piece this together. And I was sharing it with you as, as, I, as I found another piece and another piece and another piece. And we're praying together to get this revelation. And, you know, the Lord helped me to you know, put this together in this book, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. I'm like, I still don't understand that, but I said, I'm starting, I think I'm starting to get it because we've been doing the bundle of, of the Omer bundle and I'm starting to understand the weeks. And so I said that you guys pray, pray, because I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, 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 it's congealing in my mind. I think I'm finally starting to get it. And you guys did. And it, 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 it materialized. It was like a, it was just a miraculous understanding, and it was because of us praying together and, and working together to get this done. Anyway, so verse 25, no one understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. The street should be built again in the wall, even in troublous times. Why are they, why is he separating out seven weeks and 62 weeks? I didn't know. I didn't understand. Why would he do that? Why would he, why didn't he just say 69? Right? Why is he doing that? Okay, so I was going to show you. In the book, uh, I talk about, let me try to make this a little bit smaller, make me smaller. Okay, so here's the chart of Daniel's prophecy. Remember, a week, seven weeks, is a seven-year period. 
Okay. And it, um, it, it's talking about all these, the, the weeks, every time you have, um, this, this, you would have a seven weeks, you would have a Jubilee of the 49, the 49 years, the 50th year is a Jubilee. And at that point, all the debts are canceled and the captives are freed. Everyone gets to go home to their land so that they can, can you know, start over and hopefully not get in debt servitude again. Okay. Um, so they had the edict to rebuild Jerusalem. Remember that? And they went back to Jerusalem. That was in 467 BC. And then after 50 years, Nehemiah had the Jubilee. Nehemiah, good old Nehemiah. And they, they have this talk where they talk about this in the book of Nehemiah and they, they are blowing the trumpets and they're saying everyone is, is, is uh, all their debts are canceled and everyone is free and we have a do-over. We get everything, we get, all the debts get wiped out. And it was amazing. And this is, of course, because Nehemiah and Ezra, they were determined to follow the Lord's uh, word and to do his will. And they would read the word to everyone and say, this is the way we're going to do it. And, you know, Hopefully you won't get into debt again, but if you do, in 50 years, once once in a lifetime, you would have your debts wiped out. But, <laughs> okay, I mean, but before I say that, so that's where it comes up with why he said this in pink or the blue right now here, the seven weeks, why he broke it down into the seven weeks, because he's saying there shall be seven weeks. That's when Nehemiah kept the Jubilee. Okay, but then the 62 weeks is when they didn't. And another, the next, the next time, and, and uh, when it was another seven years, they made some cockamamie excuse. No, we can't keep the Jubilee now. No, nope, we can't keep it now because we're in, you know, we've got to pay for the roads or whatever cockamamie excuse they had. We can't afford to do it and it made some kind of excuse. And so they didn't keep it like Nehemiah did. And then 40, uh, seven years more came. So it was you know, 21 weeks, they didn't keep the Jubilee. And another four, another seven years, they didn't keep the Jubilee. You see my little paper thing here? No Jubilee, no Jubilee, no Jubilee, no Jubilee, no Jubilee. <sighs> no Jubilee. And then it was six, uh, coming up on 63 weeks, coming up on 63 weeks. And our Lord Jesus was going into Jerusalem right there at the beginning of the counting of the Omer as if he was going to keep the Jubilee. And you know, if they hadn't put him on the cross, then he would have, right? But remember what it said here in Daniel chapter 9, verse 26. After 62 weeks, Messiah will be cut off. We're like, he's not going to give him back what we've stolen fair and square. Not going to happen. He was cut off from doing it. He can't keep the Jubilee for them. But not, he wasn't cut off for himself. The people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the, and the sanctuary and the end shall be with a flood till the end of the war. Desolations are determined. The, he shall confirm the co a covenant with many for that one more week. Right? Because you've got, let me go back. In Daniel chapter, right up here, 62 and 7, that's 69. What about this, that one more week? This one more week. That hasn't happened yet. The Jubilee has not been kept for all these years. From this, even from, since our Lord Jesus died and rose again, we still have never kept the Jubilee where the debts are canceled, where it's, it's been being done biblically. And so he shall, con but he will, our Lord Jesus will confirm a covenant with many for one week. He will complete, he will confirm this covenant. He will confirm 
what God has told us to do and to cancel these debts and, and to set the captives free because he's the king of the world. That's why he's going to do it he, for one week. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the, end, the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate. That's a weird kind of way of saying it. But anyway, even until the consummation, which is determined and is, that is poured out on the desolate. Anyway, the point, the point that that's a very strange uh, in, uh, reading of it. But when you compare the New King James to the NLT, to the King James, to the NIV, you, basically this is saying that the, the evildoers will be destroyed at this consummation at this. And they will be, they will be stopped from their evil to, to enslave humanity from financially enslave and every other way to enslave. This is what is talking about. And everyone will be free. This is what it's talking about. This is where, and this is where we are in the timeline uh, of, of humanity. This is where, where we are. So this is isn't that amazing. I'm so excited, so thankful to, still to have been able to understand that. And so read more of the, this is in the, like I said, in the book, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. Now